The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum Assemble. Welcome back. It's, uh, it's Wednesday. You know what that means. That means we're... Uh, here pouring drinks and giving reviews on different things. Today we have deep beyond Mirko and Dolfo's uh, next creative effort. I believe after Mercy, right? James? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a long time coming. It's something we wanted to talk about, but now they're on issue nine. So we're we're going to bring it from the beginning. We'll, we'll give you our, our take. How far did you read, Jay? Um, I'm current. You're current? Okay. So, yeah. Somebody is got you covered, not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're also giving you a review of the new animated feature from a Warner Animation DC Animated Studios or whatever they're called. Uh, Injustice, based on the comic and the game, from what I can tell. Um, so, we got that for you, as well as uh, probably a little little banter, a little shit talkery, you know how we do every week, week in and week out. We got to fill two hours. So there's a lot of shit in between all the meat and the vegetables and all the nourishment. There's a lot of shit in between all that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let me uh, the, the normal cast of, uh, I don't want to call them idiots, but that's what Mad Magazine called it, and I love that. So yeah, <laughs> I'll, start with, I'll start with the first guy to laugh. Jay, man, say hi to the audience, man. Hey, what's up? Yeah. And uh, under Jay, but never beneath Jay, is uh, Larry. Greetings. Salutations. Mary other forms of hello. <laughs> we're going to get to him not coming next last week because we're talking scary shit. And uh, he tried. He thought he could get away from us, but no, he couldn't. We're going we're gonna to recap all the scary shit. <laughs> and then down the line, we got Oz. I mean, we're closer to Halloween now than we were last week. And we're, I think we should extend it a week after because Dia de los Muertos is, uh, is what, Monday? Monday Tuesday. and Tuesday. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, yeah. we got that. We got we to gotta reach into Lawrence's uh, Hispanic side and, and yeah. pull, pull him into the undead world. And... <laughs> yeah. It, it, don't worry, Lawrence. You'll we'll make you watch like Coco or something. You can handle that, dude. I <laughs> yeah. love I love Coco. He's not watching <laughs> Except only love it. it is really bad. He's watching Bloomhouse's Coco. <laughs> oh, I hope that's not a thing. From <laughs> my eyes and to God's ears. Uh, <laughs> As always, you can always interact with us through chat or calling. Uh, the lady will tell you how to do it. But, you know, you saw in our Twitch chat, Heck, saying, uh, is that George Lopez or Oz? And uh, it's Oz, but he did start taking steroids after a kidney removal as well. Uh, so there, there's that. Um, is that from the alcoholism? No, that's just congenital. Got Alcohol it. Congenital. Yeah, something about his That's genital. fair. Hey, don't get me wrong. Like the, the kidneys work too now. <laughs> and uh, as for me, I'm Moses Magnum, as the thing says. And uh, right now, the lady will just tell you what uh, what to do. 
as soon as I can get her here. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. And uh, Larry, while you were getting your audio fixed, yes. I, kept playing, I kept playing this. Oh, what the fuck, Larry? That's a, <laughs> that's a new addition to the soundboard. I like it. Courtesy I like it. AB Smooth. Dude, it's so funny. Okay. You know, best 30 books I ever spent. <laughs> that That's all from Curb, right? Yeah, that's from the new episode that just came out on, on Sunday. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I can do, man. I, you know what I've been working on? I've been every time he starts yelling at Larry David, I'm trying to put what you say there, like you're having a conversation with him. And oh, that, that would is be funny. a massive undertaking. I think we need more, uh, more interns, interns that know how to do that because that's yeah. a whole department. Like you know, yeah. Fantastic Forum Live to submit your resume. We're very picky because. <laughs> It, you know, splicing Larry just to make <laughs> curse words. Just to say, have him say fuck takes 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Because he's like, man, you can't make me say fuck. I'm trying to think of the last time I've ever said it. I feel like without, oh, other Larry, than Larry. rapping. Look, this is perfect moment for that one. Oh, what, did you just say it? Oh. Yeah. So put right. connection. Lee, look. What? Oh, what the fuck, Larry? Your phone's acting up there. Oh, damn, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but perfect timing because I have that new clip, so it, it works. Right. I'm, I'm, still waiting. I'm still waiting to use uh, your laughter for the right news story, but eh, maybe when we'll get to news. Uh, Jay, In chat. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Real quick in chat, Tiger Claw says, "What's up, Fantastic Forum? Any of you guys seen the new Dune or Dune Part One, as it's actually called?" I mean, uh, that sounds like a spoiler. Yeah, I'm just curious. Did anyone did anyone watch it? I wanted to, but I haven't. I've been able to. I'm gonna I, watch it Friday. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll probably watch it like Saturday or Sunday myself. Like I I want to see it though. But I just I mean, you yeah, guys I can stream it. Say again? You guys can stream it. Can't you stream it? Yeah. It's only oh. it's on Max. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, I know I know we We're can just, stream it. We're just busy. Oh. I actually wasn't sure how I wanted to watch it. Oh, whether you want to do HBO Max or theater? Yeah. No, you it's dude. You have to watch it in like IMAX three D, right? Yeah, kind of. I mean, you could do both. It's it's a it, it's a big epic movie, right? Yeah, it? or it should be. It feels like it should be. If, if they did it wrong, movie. if they did it wrong, then yeah, it, it, it's not a big epic movie. Everything but, I've heard is they didn't do it wrong. Yeah, some people say it sucked, but who knows? I I have no problem watching it on HBO Max and letting my enjoyment of it there to determine whether I want to go see it again in the theater. I mean, I have a 75,000 inch TV, so it's okay. 75,000 <laughs> inch. <laughs> but yeah, um, Joe, you didn't watch Chucky yet? 
I take it. No, I was busy today, so I did not get a chance to watch it. Guess who else you get a chance to watch it? I'm choking. I'm choking on Joe's disdain for Chucky. Guess what? who else you watch? I love, I love Chucky. That's what you're choking hey. on. Hey, Jay, be a man. Watch Chucky. No, I, I love Chucky. Like <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Stop punking out and watch Chucky Joe. <laughs> when we told when we told Lawrence he's got to watch Chucky, I picture him like at a Chuck E. Cheese with the pizza. Like, gotcha. <laughs> I do oh, like those Chuck animatronics are so scary. Money, 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 money. Have you never have you never seen Five Nights at Freddy's? It's terrifying. <laughs> no, actually, I haven't. Oh, okay. It's terrifying. Sir. Well, if you say that, then I don't believe it. I put the I put the the animatronic animals right up there with dollhouses now. Texas <laughs> Chucky, the first horror movie monster to be on WCW and WWE. Which that's, that's true. true. That's true. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't even like the the really? were, were crazy. I mean, RoboCop shows up at one point, <laughs> and like it takes him like five minutes to walk down the aisle because he's doing this. Like he's actually doing a cop watch, uh, walk, and like the guys <laughs> in the rings are just like have to stall for time. Like, oh, I'm so scared. Hey. <laughs> I, ironically, that's still one minute shorter than Shawn Michaels getting to the ring. Yeah, but, I mean, he's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he, he is a sexy boy. <laughs> he's got to do it slow. Yeah, got to protect that leg. Like the, the, the one move he's got is that leg. Wow, the one move. How dare you, sir? Don't besmirch the name move. of Shawn Michaels. How like, he's dare always you? getting his ass kicked until he gets he gets that kick in. Oh. That I was before like you know, before he had the back surgery, because he broke his back. So before that, he was flying. He was a high flyer. That's what I'm saying. Like in the rockers, like this dude used to moonsault. Dude. Nah, it, was all, it was all Marty Giannetti. Yeah. Oh, look, how dare you? I, look, <laughs> I like Marty Giannetti. But still, like, it was a, they're my favorite tag team because together they were unstoppable. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, <coughs> Larry, like I predicted, Larry didn't watch it and he didn't even watch Long Halloween as well. So I was, was Long right. Halloween too scary. You guys owe me 15,000 bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Halloween is scary, so obviously a long one is scarier. Duh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, look, you're going to watch Oz is, just, Oz is mad he didn't tell that joke. <laughs> I, I made Larry watch Insidious this morning. So, Have you watched Stargirl? Oh, listen. I, didn't I tell you I don't do horror? I it, told it, you it, this. It is, it is horror themed, actually. Like, so the, look, Star Girl's probably the scariest thing I could be watching. The, the first episode Wait, opens with child on child murder. Yeah, that's kind of like Chucky. Child on child murder. Yeah. <laughs> look, two kids show up. Only one of them goes, makes it to the next episode. Damn. Oh, there you go. No, no, I haven't. Is Star Girl still on? Is that still a show? <laughs> no, I, I was talking about ten years ago. Star. What, what do you mean? Is it still on? We're in the season. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I'm wondering if it's still on because it's a terrible show and it should be canceled. Like, I don't understand why. <laughs> no, we're, we're not talking still, about Batwoman. Like, we're not talking about Batwoman. Both, both. Look, I don't it, know it, what. Like, listen, you Batwoman and Joe, man. Like, you two watching these terrible shows oh, and trying to pretend no. like they're normal shows. Like, you're keeping stop. them alive. I really like. I feel like all it will take is for both of you to stop watching those shows and they'll be gone. Like, we're, like we're, I mean, the you're probably the one person that like, listen, the threshold is right here, and they're like, damn, we need to get some more viewers or else we're done. <laughs> If, if both of you stop watching those shows respectively, they will both stop. They will go off the air. Just let them go. They're bad. They're bad shows. I like that woman. If I don't see, watch that's what you, it, that's what you get... sound like, Oz. That's what you sound like. You hear how crazy that sounds? That's what you sound like. If I don't watch it, <laughs> we don't get the hilarity we got last week, which you should. After the, after this is done, go watch that because I was I was on a roll. Hey, listen, I have to concur. Like, look, I'm I'm actually a little bit angry about how good last week's show was without me. <laughs> First of all, I'm not surprised. Second of all, I, can't take, I, I really can't take all the credit because let's, all I did was tell you what happened in this episode. Oh, dude. So I, was, I give the credit to the writers of Batwoman. Oh, <laughs> they're right. I was... I was laughing my ass off. I was sitting there like, oh my God, I can't believe this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It doesn't stop in episode two. It does not get better. <laughs> I don't care what they say, it doesn't get better. Uh, we have a caller, but before we get to the caller, let me remind you that you can always like, subscribe, and hit the bell for more of the content we do. This morning, I made Larry watch my favorite scene in Insidious. And uh, it, it's it, it's a special thing. Emily watched it. Uh, Hans and Franz and Fritz, uh, you know the thousand dollar tier patrons. They uh, they already saw it and they they love it. <laughs> it was it was it was really magical to watch Larry watch this piece of. Why why are they all from the cinema. Netherlands? <laughs> because Americans aren't going to pay a thousand dollars for this. Oh, shoot. there it is. They got free on TikTok. They got high quality of life in the day. Yeah, so that's why they, they value. They value. Uh, they value uh, good content. Got and it. Put money, my monetary value on it. Uh, Caller Hecht in costume. Hello. What's up, man? Not welcome much. to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. What's on your mind, Hecht? Oh man, a whole lot of stuff and nothing important. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought this was a horror episode. I thought I thought it is. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about horror stuff. We're gonna uh, we're gonna be asking people oh. for money, so it's actually the horror. I think. Oh, yeah, it's the oh, horror. All right, all right, I got it. So this is like the the telethon. We need money. I mean, to, to get more the, look deep deep beyond is real life horror, it's like post apocalyptic plague world. <laughs> and, like, uh, <laughs> climate collapse right exactly it's like you know nothing that any of us here could relate to but you know <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what any of that means I'm just uh, mm. biding time till I'm dead and injustice is what happens when a madman basically controls your entire country none of us can understand that either no, <laughs> I, I, I get it like the current okay I, 
I lived through the eighties. No, that that's Alzheimer's. <laughs> that's like weekend of Bernie's is what we're living now. <laughs> oh yeah. What what do you guys want to start with? You guys want to start with uh, comics or movies? let's start with uh, Injustice because Hecht has read the books and can chime in. Okay, I've I've only read the books. I didn't even know the movie was out already. Okay. Oh, so. Uh, no, it's more about gel code. When the force run, don't you call it? Does it look good already? Combo scampi for limited. Man, it took it's a out, great intro. Still, took out Mo. He's done. He's out. Yeah, that was a jump scare, man. Why? Why does Why does Mo have? Your album cover as the uh, <laughs> as this thing, Jay. I'm not sure, but <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you for the it's the only way we could have that. That open sorry, I was up. doing a costume change. I'm sad you can't see me because I'm doing a, the cosplay of the mutant leader from Dark Knight Returns. I uh, oh, dude. <laughs> I was starting to. I forgot that I had a costume change plan today, and then halfway through, I'm enjoying that that new graphic. Like, ah, oh, yeah, it's fantastic. You are the my favorite part. part. My favorite part is that you still have the tag for the peg at the store on the. On yeah, the <laughs> I've had it for two years. Oh shit! Um, I just the tag made it so I can hang it on the you know <laughs> hang it on the wall. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna wear it it's for kids. Like my head's too big, and round. And, you know, we, we were selling but, the uh, same thing at Michael's this year. Yeah, yeah. It, I it, I think that one's from Batman versus Superman, and then they just repackaged it, retagged it, and sold it. <laughs> yeah, of Justice. Yeah, because it's the Batflick mess. But yeah, Injustice is the new, uh, I b believe it was released in conjunction with Fandom. Joe can correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's one of those. Man, this cape is hotter. I don't know how Batman fights. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, That's yeah. why he only does it at night. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm doing this shit at night. Um, but yeah, it, it's anime. I believe it's animated by the same people that did that one Scorpion one where you, the knuckles look all weird. Because I saw the weird-ass knuckles, but there's neither here nor there, man. Joe, why don't you give us a little synopsis of what this thing's about? All right, so Injustice, the Joker visits uh, Metropolis, and he plays this huge prank on Superman that gets him to kill Lois Lane and blow up Metropolis. And Superman kind of, like, loses his shit and becomes an, what are they called, a totalitarian dictator, uh, leaving a small resistance of heroes to try and fight back against his ever-tightening grip on society. Well, I, I don't think even the writer could have said it better. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you all watched it, I assume, right? Except for Heck. Heck didn't know yeah, it existed. My, my bad. All right. I knew it, I knew it existed, but I didn't know it was out already. Yeah. Tire Claw's already asking questions. Um, and that kind of... 
Does Tiger it, does Claw, it really uh, follow the game story to a T? Does it show the Justice League from the Prime Universe showing up? Uh, no. It follows the comic, which was actually a prequel to the to the video game. And uh, they they make some... It, it, it starts off pretty close and actually... Uh, I, I, it stays pretty true to the to the uh, to the book, except it does change something. So I'm kind of conflicted on it. Like, um, heck, maybe if you remember when he when Superman is playing a, a chess match, I I thought he was playing against the Flash, right? Where they're discussing like, oh, what about smokers and blah 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 and all that. Where um, do you remember that? At all, Hecht? I don't remember any part of that. It's like so minute in my memory. I vaguely remember it. Do you remember there being a book that was specifically the Flash's story and how he he got involved with all this? In Injustice? No, because when I read it, I read just the main line. There was only one. No, it's just only one title, you mean? Just just Injustice? Yeah, there wasn't like, yeah, there wasn't like the Flash books i mean one of the books was oh, the way the you said it because i don't remember as solo flash nothing i remember no it's just a it's just an issue that was that was featuring the flash yeah. is what oz yeah. is saying i think uh, here's what i remember i remember how superman lost his shit i remember how how uh dick grayson lost his shit and um That's about the extent. Well, I was totally wrong. You were no help at all, heck. I read it how long ago? It was what? When did it come out? 2015? Injustice, yeah. the comic came out a long time ago. Yeah. Like I, I read it too, but I don't I don't remember a, a flash centered issue either. So, you know, I'm you no help to you as well. Running on like the straightest road in Australia. And and remembering the the actions that he had to take and okay whatever like it doesn't matter yeah, because yeah. It, in this movie he's taken out movie. early so everything that that oh, he life. that he did in that book like the chess match which I I probably should have gone back and, and read the book again but I remember that the chess match was with Flash and it's with Mister Terrific in this one they, but that makes more sense right. No, because it was they were they were going at super speed. The chess master. Oh, they're playing speed, super speed chess. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, that, I don't remember it, that. And it wasn't like check and then you know comment, check, comment. It was like blah 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 blah, checkmate, blah blah blah, blah comment, checkmate. You know, they they went through like several matches. Mm. I, yeah, but I, I mean that doesn't really change the gravitas of well, scene. And not, well, that's what I'm getting to. Those are oh. those are minor changes. Then there's other changes that I kind of wanted to see, where like um, how Superman gets Atlantis to fall in line, and you mm-hmm. see you see Aquaman like, oh, I don't want any part. I, I'm not going to do what you say, but you don't yeah. see how he actually gets them to 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 fall in line. The uh, the magic users, you know, they just mm-hmm. like that. That's the, the they just Captain took Marvel and, and his and his magic users are like the like they're the best weapon really at, at that point against Superman because that's mm-hmm. that's the weakness mm-hmm. and it's gone. 
Yeah. And uh, it, it never gets it never gets to the same point that it gets to the book ends where the game starts, where Superman mm-hmm. is taken over. Now he's, right. he's got his mm-hmm. army mm-hmm. and uh, Batman has to recruit the, the heroes from, from another dimension. He doesn't get to that point in this. I think th- this is a movie that they probably could have done into two like they did with Long Halloween. And I think they would have got a lot more out of it. Larry wouldn't know. Like, as much as I like Nightwing, <laughs> I I think his bits were like forced in. Like, you could have cut, you could have cut all that out, and still be, uh, still be good. Does Does that happen in the comic? I don't remember. Yeah, that's why so, the Nightwing. So Nightwing becomes Dead Man. Yeah. Well, not Dead Man, but. Uh, dead dead wing or or night dead wing, wing, yeah, yeah, dead wing. He's dead. Yeah, but that's why. That's why in the game, uh, Damien is Nightwing. In the game, Damien is Nightwing. In the first Injustice game, Damien is Nightwing, and they don't tell you why until you read the book and you realize, well, because Dick Grayson's dead. But then, why would Damien take? Why would Damien? Because it's kind of Damien's fault. No, it's, yeah. it's definitely Damien's fault. But what I'm trying to figure out is why would Damien at that point be like, well, I'll take up that mantle. Like, why would Nightwing want you to do that? Well, why would no, anybody after, want you to do that? After he gets possessed and does all that thing and learns from him once more, he honors him by putting on that mantle. Also, Damien in the game gets possessed by Dick Grayson. That no, happens in the in the movie. Like he learned, he was learning from Nightwing, and then to honor him in the game after these events, he takes on that mantle. No, but we're talking about the game. The game, the game doesn't do that, right? No, in the game, he he's just Nightwing, and, they don't and you don't know why. This is why, like that. This the whole thing he had with Nightwing in this movie, and I'm assuming the comics. I didn't read those. Is why he chooses to do that. If if they did it in the comic, it was like. Because the comic was divided by years, and once you go past right. year one, it's way beyond its extra canon for the game, whatever. Um, if they show <laughs> that, it ain't till like year two or year three. That's wild. Okay. Yeah. Now, wild. There, there is one thing, because um, I did see the thing about uh, Lois dying, because they showed it at Fandom, and that's the only thing I've seen of it the the drama of it all like the the suspense of it wasn't in that scene like compared to the reading the comic cuz when you read the comic it's a lot more drama filled build up than, yeah than, yeah built more built up than it was in the movie at all cuz in in the movie it's a quick not even 5 minute sequence yeah it, well like, the movie does we'll get to to that in a little bit i guess i'll start the little mini review the movie does a really good job of giving you this little world building in little in two minutes three minutes tops right everything you need to know and then it starts building up on that into the movie because the real it's really just all set up for the games so but the movie has to be a movie in and of itself so giving you everything you need to know about this universe 
of Justice League, they do it in like, if anything, five minutes sounds too long. It doesn't. It feels like a lot shorter <laughs> than that. But it does a really good job of doing it in that little time constraint, which is something that normally with these adaptations I don't like. But here it's like, man, they this is uh they did a good job at this. They did a real um, good job. I think, and, like I, I think in the book, when when I first read read it. I think the book made me feel like he was actually fighting Doomsday. Yeah. It so it was a little bit more surprising mm. when you turned out it wasn't the the way they did it. But if you think about it, Lois Lane is is, is a is a human. So Superman, <laughs> Superman attacking a human like he would attack Doomsday, that's not gonna last as long as as the book made it seem. Mm. The way I remember, yeah. I have look. I haven't read the book since it came out. Yeah. Now, Jay, man, why don't you give me your um your take on this, man? How would you like this? Give us your your little mini review before we get into the discussion. We already started. Um, yeah, there's a lot to dislike about this movie. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of the art. I'm not a fan of. The voice acting, not a fan of the action, <laughs> uh, but I did like the story and the things that happened. Just it could have been shown a lot better. Um, definitely, the voices were like at least half of them just sounded wrong, uh, especially Wonder Woman, which I've come to realize Wonder Woman is one of those characters that. Just people, either you can do it or you can't. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, talent doesn't seem to be an issue. Like, you have really good actresses that just can't do it. And you have, like, average actresses that really pull it off well. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I relish in the chance to see children being murdered. <laughs> and, <laughs> minutes, 30, 30 minutes, 34 seconds, title of the show. Like, <laughs> the fact that we don't see that was a huge turnoff for me for this R-rated film. It, it's... You know, you, you gotta wonder why they even put these ratings in there if they're not gonna take advantage of it. What child did you want to see murdered that you didn't get? <laughs> the correct answer well, from Joe's perspective is all of them. Basically, there, there's a scene where uh, Superman goes to this club and there are a bunch of kids partying and dressing up as the Joker, like they're kind of idolizing him. And he's still pissed off that the Joker made him, you know, kill his wife. So he like kills the, an entire warehouse full of dancing kids. Oh, those are them kids. kids. That's and, wait, 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 wait. You know, just maybe 16, but that's a that's a rave. Those are 18 to like 30 year olds. <laughs> Listen, can we just talk about real quick 
how Joe just made Superman sound petty for being mad that the Joker made him murder his wife and his baby, his unborn baby. Like Jay was like, he's still mad. Like he's petty for being angry still. He's like, dude, what? You're gonna hold a grudge? You make it seem like like he was in front of the Joker. He wasn't in front of the Joker. He was staring at a bunch of kids at a dance club. Like he had already killed the Joker at, at this point, at least weeks, possibly <laughs> months ago. Like, I'm not saying he should be over that. I'm saying he's looking at a dance club of people that are just wearing Joker masks. Like that, that's not that's not a capital crime. You don't kill them for that. Like he's literally at this point is on a mission to prevent innocent people from dying, and he's about to kill innocent people. Like they haven't really broken any innocent. any law. I Fuck mean, there's probably underage drinking, but I don't think that's that's a, a killable offense. Uh, it depends what race you are. They were. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Wow! <laughs> that was that was in no ranchera. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ahead killing good white people for no good reason? That wasn't that wasn't Kanye they were they were dancing to. Well, that would be white people listening to Kanye. I love I love that that's what Austin's black people listen to, Kanye. (laughs) Real quick. Real quick in chat, Tiger Claw says the game was rated T. Do you think the R rating was needed? I mean, if you're not going to show Superman murdering a warehouse full of kids, you probably don't need the R rating. No, I, and the R rating was just because he punches Joker in the chest. It was that, and then some of the curse words. Well, one, I mean, if yeah. you're going to go R, then you might as well throw in a curse word. But I think I, it was just they, they had to have kinda, that. Here's the thing: it kind of does what. Um, well, it would benefit, like how you said, it would benefit from the uh splitting of the two um you know give you a little more stuff where long halloween part one was pg-13 and part two was rated r and you can see why the second one the second one was a little more violent because of the climax and all that and language and all that and they just rated different yeah like i i don't like it's weird to me that you all are like talking about this as if like it's not a much edgier version of Superman. Like it makes sense that like Superman doesn't do these things that we saw him do in this movie. And the thing is this movie. He didn't kill any kids either. But the thing is he wasn't like, okay, Larry, I I guess this is going to be a little weird, little audience bear with me. Cause if you didn't read these comics, you don't know, but you look at this injustice and compare it to irredeemable. Like, mm-hmm. which one's the PG-13, which one's the rated R? Oh, yeah. I mean, you but I mean? Irredeemable, that's a whole different thing. Well, it's not 100%. Like, I, this it, is... It's 100% different. It, but it, it's kind of in the same vein. Like, I think this no. is like the halfway point between your Kingdom Come and your Irredeemable. You know what I mean? No, no but I guess, see, but what, what you're not taking into account is... Like, I understand why you would make that comparison, because Irredeemable is a Superman analog, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? But there's a difference between somebody like Superman doing these things and Superman doing them. 
And yeah, that's why you you, you give it the rating it gives. Like part of it is because it's Superman. If it's actually Superman. Here's where I think you're you're either wrong or not explaining it correctly. <laughs> you're saying that this is an edgy Superman we're not used to seeing, which is true. I can give you that point. However, <laughs> as someone who actually reads comics, oh lord, in, in the group and has read the comic. He was way edgier in the comic. What's that have to do with the movie? The the movie felt toned down. Like the edginess wasn't that edgy. Right. And considering considering it's rated R, like you can come on, man. You need to compare. Think think of this Superman versus Superman the animated series. No, and I get I get it because there's even but the thing is, you think of that episode of Superman the animated series where he became the dictator. You know, it was with Luther when he had the like, yeah, the, the like yeah. everybody, yeah. yeah. And he's that guy was still more than this guy. And I, no. didn't watch, I didn't watch this guy go towards that, like, this guy could still be redeemable. That's why you know? need a scene like the, the Atlantis scene because that's a whole nation of people men, women, children, all kind of innocents that were about, basically about to die because of his actions. I feel like I feel like the animated series is all like implied violence. Well, the animated and series was in in the nineties. You're talking about thirty uh, years ago, and, and yes, the Superman today Listen. is different than thirty years ago. No, but no, but but it's is he really though? He's not. Superman has a pink hair boyfriend. Get over it. No, see, <laughs> see that, that, again. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's not Superman. <laughs> like that. That's that, that or it's Superman, but it's it's, it's John Kent. Anything you're into, it's John Kent Superman. That's not that's not Clark Kent. Oh, and that's oh, all so, I'm saying is oh, so, you're gonna he mess has, around. He, likes duties, he can't be Superman. I see how it is. No, no, I, no, no, I get you. I get you. Like, you, know, you hate strong women. Guy. You hate you hate. There's, no, there's something food. I was gonna say that would demonetize us. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting paid. Like this isn't demonetized after. Uh, they, they don't. They don't even think about paying us money. <laughs> but yeah, look, honestly, they could have used the R rating better. That, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to argue with that. Like, yeah, if you're saying they could have, if you're saying they could have pushed the envelope more, sure. But what I'm saying is, they pushed the envelope enough, in my opinion, because of all of, some of the things that Superman did in this movie. That make it so it's like no, I get it. Like why? Well, yeah, you got Superman, you know, doing some crazy stuff, man. Like, they're like, hey, let's let's rate it R. Now I didn't read these comics either because uh, you know I like my Superman a certain way, all right. Straight but up. um, <laughs> well, I just I'm not playing the game, so why would I read the comic? But because they um, were good, we were telling you that yeah, back I then. Get it. Yeah, I, I get those it. Are, those are actually really good. Yeah, yeah Tom I Taylor, know. man, he was yeah, doing it. Yeah, I, I, I know. I remember, but I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, there's still. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. He you know, still could. I don't know if the comic <laughs> did this or this movie did it, but for me, this movie was almost better. Like when it comes, you know, you look at the comic book Civil War and the movie Civil War. Uh, two friends fighting over ideologies um in the civil war movie it's 
not that <laughs> you know it, it's that but it's not as big as what the comic was right now here it, it's really like you have the black and white and the gray area and I, they do a really good job of showing you all these moving parts in this conflict between the heroes uh up until the end when it's like you know after they help and everything and then he just calls them terrorists and they're gonna be executed you know now i, I don't know you know larry before i ask you but because you're you're gonna go into a, a 30 minute diatribe if i do but <laughs> oz you read the comics heck you read the comics hey i don't know if you read the comics but did that happen in the comics too did what happen like the, the <clears throat> way that it's an ideology clash like that the the, the way that you know Batman and Superman are really at odds, not just because of what Superman's doing, but it, it's kind of you know when he starts setting the regime and and it, is it really like they still care for each other, they as friends and and best friends, and you there know was a, there was a point near the end of the series of the first part of the series where they meet up with each other and talk. They Batman tries to talk sense to him, and at the same time. Uh, Superman's very, I won't say closed-minded, but he has his mind made up because it's before the regime is completely made and everything. And it's, it's, it's a tipping point. Like, if Batman doesn't reach him here, it's over. Shit's going to go south. And that's exactly what happens. So it's, they're not, you know, there's a caring on Batman's side and there's mm -hmm. a very... What's the word? Um, uncaring from Superman. Like Superman has this idea to not let this kind of thing happen again. And he's made his mind up to the point where no one's going to talk him out of it. Yeah, and the books have the advantage of going slower. Where yeah. you see the, the progression of, of what Superman is capable of go slower and people that originally allied with him that he, like in the in the movie Mr. Terrific who kind of allies with him at first but then comes to a point where he's like I, I I can't do this you know that was like the flash in, in the in the first book he he sides with superman and then gets to a point where he starts seeing like well you're taking this too far and you get that from a couple of different people not just Batman. So it, it, it's, it is all about ideologies clashing. And, you know, in the book, it, it's Wonder Woman that's by his side the whole time, whether it's because she loves him or she believes in what he's doing or a combination of the two, um, you get the sense that, that it is a combination of the two, that that's why she's at his side. Fundamentally, she agrees with him because what he is doing will, it will end with, less people dying like it'll, it'll stop violence essentially he he's stopping wars and that's that's kind of her her goal at the same time you can kind of see that she's trying to get at him too like you know i mean they're two attractive people i mean you know his wife is dead <laughs> time to grieve and uh happened so it, yeah the, the book comes at you from several different angles that way you know, whether it, it's about relationships and 
seen a slow descent of a, of a great man. Yeah, like, I don't know how the movie the right did thing. it. I don't know how the movie did it, but when, in the comic, it was it started almost. I don't want to say Civil War like because I've never read Civil War, but you can see people taking sides, and then once Superman completely loses his shit, they're like, "Ah, I think he went too far. I don't want to be in the side anymore." <laughs> The, the difference between the book and, and the movie, because the way the movie does it is what, after he takes out the Joker, uh, he makes a decision that, you know, him and Wonder Woman are talking and, you know, he, he's like, well, I, I can stop. I can stop all the bad things from happening. I can stop wars. I can stop this. I can stop that. And he presents his idea to the Justice League. And that's where that's where um, some people just disappear. They said Captain Marvel says, well, do us magic users don't agree with this and blah, 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 and just fucks the hell off and you never see him again. Aquaman says, well, Atlantis isn't going to bow down to whatever, whatever. I guess I'm out of the Justice League and he fucks off to do whatever the hell he does. You never see him again. And you get the the people that side with, with Superman. Obviously, everybody in the Bat family sides with Batman, even though like Damien kind of agrees with Superman, he sides with his dad until he doesn't and then kills Nightwing. You know? So you, you do kind of get that, but it's more abbreviated. Yeah, the, the comic definitely has more heroes and heroes on different sides that kind of start seeing this crazy man do crazy things and regret To, to my decision. recollection, Superman... After he kills Joker, he didn't immediately uh, go to the Justice League with that. Or maybe I'm misremembering. I think there was a point where he was remorseful to a point. Like, he's not sorry he did it. But he's kind of sorry that he liked it or something like that. And then he, it starts going down from there. From what I remember in the comic is he, he realized that 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 um what they were doing wasn't working because batman had already arrested joker several times and he just keeps getting out and keeps killing people and he starts realizing well we're just arresting people with stopping stuff i can end nuclear war right now by taking all the missiles and throwing them at the sun it was basically the point where superman's like what the fuck am i doing i can just kill these fools The next thing I want to talk about was the art. When the comic does the art, of course, shit is different, you know. Um, I had an issue with it, and Joe, he kind of, Joe kind of, I know he remembers that first Scorpion movie that had the right. knuckle, and this kind of does that. I think it's the same studio or something, and they do a weird thing, like when you look right here at Superman's cheekbone, like adding that hard line, I know what they're trying to do, but when you add have this shadow and that, and, and they only did it for certain people, you know, they did it for him. But then, you know, you got your, um, let's see here. Batman looks really bad. <laughs> like, he looks like he's got a permanent sad face. Oh, he does. Well, except for the, at the end. If you look at, um, like, they did it with Green Arrow and Harley, like, they don't have it. Like it's just a shadow, yeah. 
and maybe they got fatter faces. No, nah, it, it, it's just it's just stylistic choices. Like they just they pick and choose who they do it for. I guess the most prominent people, but it's like you don't need that hard line. You know, here's Damien doesn't have it. You know, um, and that's I don't know. That was the thing that took kind of took me out of it watching it. Uh, what did you know, Jay? What did you think of the art of this? Uh, the art, yeah, like I said, I wasn't a huge fan. Like some of the designs just look really bad to me, uh, especially Joker. Um, even though he wasn't in it that long, <laughs> you know, I just wasn't really feeling it. And I think overall, I just think the art left a lot to be desired. Um, you talk about the black knuckles thing that comes up, but it's not even consistent. So it's like, why? Like, if you're gonna fuck it up, fuck it up all the way. Like, why? Like, the fact that you don't means you could have not done it at all. So it's like, yeah, I just, I wasn't feeling the art, and it's like it wasn't bad enough to make me stop watching. I mean, obviously, I, I finished the movie, but it could be unpleasant at times. Oz, man, you read the comic and you watched this thing. Uh, how would you compare the transition of art? The adaptation? Oh, yeah, of the I, I hate the way Batman looks. I, I like some of the designs, like the the Damien's Robin outfit, I like the design of it. It's just they they look weird. It's too many of those uh, hard black lines for no reason. And I don't like that the I don't like that this Superman bitches out at the end. Really, like the the Superman in the books just keeps going. You, even when they <laughs> stop him. He, he gets that's out and he get, at, look at one point he's depowered. Well, you know what? He finds a yellow ring and goes goes ape shit on them again. <laughs> but that's and not that, art, right? It's comics are an art form. <laughs> As the guy in the show that reads comic books, <laughs> I see it. I see the whole thing as an art form. Both both the you know. The actual drawing, as well as the uh, the right. words. Yeah. That's why you have letterers, it, and it, that's it why all, you love Star Girl. It's all encompassed. <laughs> that's why you love Star Girl and Batwoman. I'm mad at Joe for pointing out that she gained weight for season two, and now I can't stop seeing that. That's just pandemic <laughs> weight. That's I, I watch it, and I, I'm just mad at Joe. I wish he would unmute himself so they could hear him laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like he said you know, it once and now every episode that's all I see she was the one that brought it up I mean I'm not the one that made a whole news story about it <laughs> they had to make her costume larger yeah but she's in jeans and like I can see the fupa <laughs> like, damn which like, it it, it I shouldn't even say that because, like, she she's an average girl. Like, she's not. Actually yeah. bad. She, she's actually in decent shape, but mm -hmm. 
but I I saw season one and I see season two and I see the difference. And Jay has just saying that there's an easy fix. You just stop watching the show. <laughs> no, but it's it'll go away. Looking at Oz, it's easier to stop eating than to stop watching the show. <laughs> um, yes, Larry, you read the comics. Do you remember mm. the art in that? I know your memory is a little off. No, no, I I do remember the art, and I don't I don't feel like you know I know that many of these DC uh, animated films try to transition the art from the comic into the the animated series lately. I don't I don't feel like Injustice did that. Like uh, I can't remember who the artist was, but I don't feel like they look the same. Uh, and don't get me wrong, like I don't feel as strongly about it as Jay and Oz do in regards to like um, you know like not enjoying the art style. Uh, I'm not gonna say that I felt like it was great. It was good. I, and honestly, I felt like it was like I didn't look. I guess more than anything, I wasn't looking at any of the characters and thinking like, "Oh, like I, this is really bothering me." Like what they look like. I, I did notice some of the things that you all are are talking about, especially like you know when you talk about the the hard lines on like Superman and Batman. Like I definitely noticed them. I got over them quick, but I think that's mostly because I thought that the the story was good. And you know, like just the the way that they presented everything, I, I really enjoyed. Like I, honestly, like I know uh, Jay had mentioned the voice casting. I, I personally liked the voice casting a lot. Uh, I, I liked the Joker as far as character design wise, and like how the Joker uh, carried himself. Uh, for, honestly, a, a big thing for me too, which I was like, man, I didn't even know that I liked this, but. I loved the depiction of Harley, and uh, it turned out that that was uh, uh, Jillian Jacobs that did Harley Quinn. And so yeah. I was like, "Dude, like I didn't I didn't know that going in, but I made sure I took note of who it was at the end of the movie." And I was like, "Oh wow, like I I, I like her better than Home Chick from from what you call it from you know, the yeah, show. Like, don't finish that thing. Yeah, that I like that one. No, don't finish from Big Bang. Stop. I'm just saying, I like. <laughs> listen, I'm not saying she's not good. I'm just saying, I like, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. Jillian Jacobs yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying she's not good, but she's not good. <laughs> Who? Oh, no, I'm not saying that at all. Like, like uh, what's your name? Coco? What's your name? Yeah. Cuomo? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she's uh, good. The Joker I thought was great. Kevin Pollock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's... That shit was good. <laughs> Kevin Pollock did a good Joker. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear that, you know? Dude, and the funny part, like, when, when this fool messed around and was, like, talking about, like, how he was going to play the best, like, the, you know, the, the best joke or whatever, and... The bomb goes off, and that was like, ta-da! <laughs> like, dude, I damn near died. I was like, oh my god! I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. Look, and that's going back like that's those first five minutes that tell you like they tell you everything you need to know about this movie in those first mm -hmm. five minutes. Like that, that it's world building. That's that's some comic level shit. Like that's not no yeah. animated adaptation shit. Like those first mm -hmm. five minutes of this movie. You know, I, I want to say the first half hour for me was was great. 
And uh, towards the end, it kind of fizzled off, but it was mm. still okay. Um, but, uh, you know, for that, I give this a, a, a four out of five. I'm jumping into ratings because it's that time. <laughs> we got to get into okay. All right. But, yeah, f- uh, a four out of five for me because it, it's like there was a strong – the first half hour, <coughs> first 20 minutes was really strong. It actually made me want to read these comics. And uh, it really like it, it reminded me like man this is like the this is part of this is what the stuff they should have had in the Civil War Marvel movie you know uh, these moments these character moments you know and I I feel they didn't have them and um, they had their own but you know it, it's basically just the end <laughs> but <laughs> anyway I'm not reviewing that right now but what Jay man give me a rating um. I would rate it a four and a half. Like, despite everything I disliked, I I really did enjoy the story and the conflict. Um, Yeah, I I thought it was good. Like, it was enough to make me ignore the art and the lack of action or the bad action and the voice cast. So, yeah. Yeah. Overall, I enjoyed it. And the lack of dead kids. Yeah, that was truly disappointing. The dead kids were there. He's just, he's just mad you didn't see them die. He right. Wants, he wants to but watch them and see the died. light leave their eyes. The <laughs> <laughs> light leave their eyes. <laughs> I kept seeing that kid with the little, like, the bowl cut, and I'm like, man, is he going to kill that little ass kid when Amazo was going to do it? And I'm like, <laughs> and then he did it, and I'm like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oz, man, why don't you give me a rating for this shit? Uh, three. You okay. know, the the art looks horrible. You know, we can't, not really into it. Story-wise, Go read some comics. <laughs> it, it's read fucking comics. That's what we say here on Fantastic Four. Right. What he said. I agree. <laughs> he doesn't want to get stick- his type. We have a sticker. Buy the sticker. Yeah. We have a shirt. Buy the shirt. Yeah. Uh, Larry. Uh, I give it 4.5. It, 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 I liked it a lot. It was great to me. So, and you know, don't get me wrong. It's like I, I wouldn't mess around and say, "Oh, it's better than the comic," but it's definitely a worthy adaptation. Uh, I would suggest both reading and watching this. Four point five. It's awesome. Heck, you didn't watch this a lot, but can you review our review of it? <laughs> uh, the Fantastic Forum review of Injustice five five five. Five out of five. Woo! Five dead kids out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we spoiled it so much, just like you already watched it. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm well, he read the bother. comic too, so it's like he knows the differences and he knows where it's going to go. I, I'm going to say this I didn't like the art in the comic. And looking at the screenshots, I like the art in this. Um, that's not to say I like the art, I like it yeah. better than the comic. But right. they went going mm. with that studio was a bad move. That was a mistake. Damn. 
people like so, somebody that that from that studio just dropped one teardrop. They don't even know why. They're like, wait a minute. We just dropped a viewer. It had to be the guy that drew the shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like went so hard on the lines, man. Shouldn't have went so hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like I, I think if they would have just eased up on certain things, it would have felt more fluid. Because I mean, you look at the Harley design. You look at the Plastic Man. I mean, if I were just to rate Plastic Man in this, like, it was amazing. It's five out of five. You know, like right. the, his right. fluidity. You know, this frame rate that they do these movies in, like his, his fluidity, the way they express what he does was, was great. You know, I want them to do a, a Plastic Man animated feature just that, you know, because he don't have knuckles like that. So that'll be good. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll be yeah. waiting for the Ed Boon cut. <laughs> but I, I, I really did like like how they utilize uh, Plastic Man. Even like Amazo looks at him and it's like, uh, medium threat, and I'm like he's gonna kill you, you know. <laughs> he's not a medium threat, you know. And then yeah. sure enough, like he he went balls out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's not the whole movie. That's just that brilliant moment in it. Uh, so next, it is the scary comic review. I'm gonna play the music because <laughs> scary comic book review. Scary. Uh, like review <laughs> well not, not like that but like but yeah the deep beyond jay man why don't you tell us what deep beyond is okay so deep beyond is about um the world is fucked up like the air is poisonous and the water is poisonous and a group of researchers or terrorists, I should say, are trying to find a missing researcher to figure out where she went because they think she might be alive. So they try to find her. And then everyone starts dying. Well, technically they're dying before, but you know, it's Y2K went and destroyed everything and monsters came and then there's a portal. And it's cosmic horror under the sea. Yeah, like Pacific Rim. Am I wrong? Well, that was more kaiju horror. But it was still cosmic horror, like the, with the portal and all that. Well, when I think cosmic horror, I think of more like abstract, or not abstract, but like just the more insidious monsters. Okay. Don't say insidious. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Like, just because they're giant and have tentacles doesn't mean they're kaiju, right? Like, Cthulhu's not a kaiju? Right. Okay. But they come from the same place as the kaijus from Pacific Rim. Right. Okay. So it's just how they express their violence that kind of that defines the genre. All right. 
I'm in. I like both. Can't wait till HP Lovecraft makes a Godzilla version. <laughs> Dude, I hate that guy so much. Like, yeah, but the people that love him are okay. Some of them, maybe. <laughs> you guys realize he's dead now, right? Yeah, but he's. It's he's, still okay to hate him. He's transcended death because. But Mo was talking about, I can't wait till he writes a Godzilla book. And I'm like, wait, but he's dead. Yeah, but people write a bunch of stuff based, like, as him. Like, that's part of the whole thing. Like, they just add to. And they just say it's HP Lovecraft's this because they want to give him the credit of what they do. Oh, I because they need a way to sell their crappy stories. Gotcha. Right. Right. Yeah. You get it on, on was it Wattpad or whatever? Like that like free publishing app where you can be a novelist if you want. There's a free <laughs> publishing app? Yeah, like you can write a whole book there that nobody will read and call yourself a novelist because they'll like give you residuals in case somebody decides to pay for your bullshit. Huh. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can Vaughn told me about my manifestos. Yeah. I mean, books. <laughs> yeah. It's got a shit anthology. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to write Guyanetics. <laughs> Guyanetics. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, what's your middle name, Oz? Armando. Armando. So, O.A. Bermejo Craft. <laughs> that will be his, uh, his name on Wapat. Deep Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Oz. Thank you. People turning into <laughs> mushrooms, right? Yeah. All right. Coral, yeah, mushrooms and corals, all the stuff from the earth. Yeah, like I read one issue, I was lost. I should have read more, but I don't have time. Like, that's my mini review. Like, I just I, I like everything about it. The art, like, some scenes were great, some scenes weren't, but you could they weren't great, they weren't as great as what they is or what they the other one was because of um. Time constraint. Like, okay, this panel is not a big panel. Let me just take it easy here. <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? So it's not like it was bad art. It was just fast art by a great artist. And mm -hmm. it, it's you see that a lot in in manga, where they, they'll just draw something fast, and you know exactly who it is. You know exactly who's supposed to be and what they're supposed to be doing, but it's not as good as like. The, the page where, you know, like a splash page equivalent, mm -hmm. you know? And this book does a lot of that, and I, I think it's great for, like, I, I would rather have that than a bunch of inconsistent panels that are just now bad. Why, which we should mention the artist, Andrea Bricardo, uh, drew pick, this book. Why do we pick this book? Because it's an Andolfo book? It's why? an Andolfo book. It's horror. It's but, horror. It's October. And, and no, I hadn't read there. it yet. Yeah. And I needed to push myself to read it. Yeah. Also, I, I think we'd be remiss if we don't mention that a lot of the time why that happens in manga is because it's often like one creator doing everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, you know, and no. no, a lot. They're not a lot of like, like writer, artists in manga. Well, 
they don't do everything. Like they get help. Yeah, they don't pop. There's a lot of like unnamed proteges and stuff that will do just the easy stuff. Yeah, and they do some of the line work and some of the shadows. Like the gray tones. Yeah. I mean, listen. If you look at at, uh, Masamuni Shiro, who did like Ghost in the Shell, Mm -hmm. if you look at his work uh, before other people are done touching it up, looks completely different. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is they're all Liefeld son in uh, in uh, in Japan. <laughs> what what I'm saying is uh, what I'm saying is often in manga you have somebody that's like the writer, they're the artist. They're 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 doing like they're not always color, obviously, so they're not coloring. But they often do like a lot of line work, and I'm not saying somebody doesn't help to finish it off or whatever. But it's like, you know, they're doing the layout, it's like all that. Like that's like, like the vision of one individual versus in what we're talking. Like literally in this book, there are two writers. <laughs> there's there's uh, an artist. There's a colorist. There's a well, wait, is there an inker too? I think there's an inker too in this book, right? So I'm just like, you know, I I I think like. To compare the same thing, like you know, I don't know. That doesn't feel like apples maybe, to apples to me. Maybe, but I might be wrong. The, maybe that's part of the problem. One of the writers on this book is a very talented artist who should have probably spent more time drawing than writing. Well, they didn't and draw. She didn't draw at all, right? That's my no. point. No, but I think uh, no. I, I I think this book was executed well. The, uh, how far did you read Oz? <coughs> I got to the second issue because I read the first issue and there's just a wall of text. Like so much text. <laughs> it's like three pages of text before anything actually happens. And then something happens and I think, okay, here we go. It's it's gonna it's happening. All right, let's go. More text. <laughs> more more I figure, well, it's issue one. Okay, they got a world build, they gotta explain some stuff to yeah. me. And, and so so I'll read the second issue. Goddamn, there's more text. <laughs> it's like, I, I, how did, how did this lady marry this other lady and didn't know she had a twin sister? How did this guy date the same person and didn't know she had a twin? Why is everybody surprised there's a twin? Like, I, no, she, she's not surprised that there's a twin. Uh, she knows the twin. She was at the wedding. The guy was surprised there was a twin. Cause when she takes off the helmet and he's like, oh my God. <clears throat> It's blah blah blah. Wait, but she's dead. You must be a twin. Like oh yeah, he didn't know. Yeah, he dated her for like a while. They seem like a very close relationship. Close enough that he's he has like a, a somewhat friendship with the wife of his ex, and and didn't okay. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I don't, I don't know for certain, but they almost felt like more like a work fling. That, that sold it. On yeah, me. that's what I, that's what I thought it was like a work fling, not exactly a deep relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, all, all I know is Merca and Dolfo needs to draw some more stuff, and she needs to work by herself. On well, well, sweet put, she did sweet paprika by herself, right? Or right, with that, and you know. Uh-huh. Like, 
like the I, I in Sweet Paprika, the the art suffers because she spent time writing it too. I guess no, because a natural is the same thing. Yeah, she wrote yeah. and drew a natural. Yeah, I believe she I is writing and drawing Red Sonia. I would have to double check. And then uh, Mercy, she 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 was writing and drawing too, right? Did, did she draw in in Red Sonia? Because I liked Red, well the the multiverse Sonia book. Yeah, but, oh, no, not, not that one. one. There's a regular Red Sonia. Like an ongoing. Yeah. So it, it does different styles. Like not mm-hmm. all her books are her same style. That's one of the things that really like as an artist makes her stand out because you know, mm-hmm. I was reading Crimson earlier today and it's like, man, you know, Umberto Ramos is amazing and he's amazing in that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you read his other stuff that he you know, more Marvel stuff and mainstream stuff, and it looks different, but you can still tell it's him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then anything he does, like you know, you're getting that look. And with Mirka Dolphin, it's like you don't know what you're getting. <laughs> you it sounds know? like what you're saying is she's diluted her load. No, it's not that. It's she just has a <laughs> she has different looks. She's got the load she shoots when she loves something, and the load she shoots when you're gonna love something, and the load <laughs> when somebody else is gonna love it. You know? <laughs> Like it's all love. It's just different love. Yeah. It's all gooey and shit. The the experimental love. And that's yeah. <laughs> and I think honestly that keeps it fresh. Like the you know her drawing everything. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Larry? It's just the way it sounds. Keeping it gooey. Keeping right. it gooey keeps it fresh. Well, she you know she she gives you a book that looks different from her last book. And you know, some I know I'm the type of dude that I want the same thing. Like I want everything to look like a natural from her, you know, or everything to look like she did with Conan. And but I know I'm not gonna get that now. Like after reading, you know, three or four of her titles, like I know I'm not gonna get that. So when I got to this, it's like okay. And this is that's why it kind of took me a little longer to get to Deep Beyond too, because it's like it's not her entire creation by herself so it's like okay mm-hmm. this is not going to be as good as like your sweet paprika or your unnatural yeah who who's the co-writer i just want to yeah. know i know who's the dude bringing her down <laughs> goy is his last name right goy yeah goy is way more talented than this book would suggest it's a david goy yeah, okay, you know, it could also be something that's lost in translation too, because they're originally in Italian. In Italian. Was this book mm-hmm. put well, out? Speaking in of, speaking of, I did notice there are a lot of typos uh, in this book um, over the nine issues that I read. Um, her English editor is not doing their job well, and. It's kind of interesting too. Like I know I mentioned before that sometimes um, in Italian comics, they'll put like the panels in the wrong order. That actually happens like like twice, I think. Even though in this book it's a lot easier to follow because of the word bubbles, like they direct. But uh, 
I just thought that was interesting because I think that's the first time I've noticed that in her books. Yeah. And I'm no, not going to and the editor is Rosano Bruno. And that's, uh, <laughs> that's not, uh, yeah, I mean, it's an Italian person. Right? I mean, it could be Brooklyn Italian, you know, <laughs> 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 but you know, I, I, I do feel a lot of like the dialogue and stuff, like when they translate it, they either translate it to literally or, you know, you get that in Netflix sometimes when you read the, the, the subtitles. <laughs> you know, they're a little different than when the actor says it, uh, even though it's the same language. And I think this uh, this book suffers from a little bit of that. No, I don't put so I don't put uh, the text, whatever that's called. I, I don't look. You you give it to me in English, and yeah. I, I accept the fact that that man is ducking that woman, and that's <laughs> that's just part of the plot. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get what you're gonna get. So, um, I feel like another thing that's interesting with this book is that it's written. It's kind of like part, kind of like segmented in the way like a natural was, where like uh, each three issues is like a point in time or a point in story. So it's like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, if you're going to read, it's best to read three at a time. Is it like a time jump or uh, like meanwhile? And then no, it's just like what they're doing. Like it's the first three is them getting to the underwater station and then you'll have like your next three which is them like going to the station and then you'll have three of like adjusting and leaving the station and it's just like kind of segmented like like they should all be triple sized issues like four triple sized issues as opposed to 12. But I mean, it, they do plan out, like they do work for me. Like I know when I read the first one, I wasn't confused, uh, just eager for the next part. And uh, it does kind of play out that way, interestingly, I think. That's interesting. Like, I, I didn't get to see that because I didn't read, you know, like three or four issues in. I only got to read two. But yeah, that does sound like <laughs> an interesting way to format things. The end. <laughs> as far as, um, <clears throat> Larry, how far did you get into it? Just two issues. Just two issues. Okay. Mm -hmm. You the cutoff. Yeah. Well, what? That seems to be the cutoff, is what he said. And that, that oh, I mean, I, I would have read... Mo, Mo read one, but he read it twice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have read more, honestly. Like, I, I, what I read, I enjoyed. And, you know, I thought that the relationship dynamics were interesting between all of the characters. Like, I was, I was definitely... I'm interested, and I definitely want to know more about, you know, the, the plague that is happening 
uh, in this world. Like it, it it's a like it, it it's presented like a like a bit of a mystery, and you know it was enough for me to be like, hey, I, like I would like to I would like to know more, you know. Yeah, but you just don't have time, right? Because it's like you're reading War and Peace. In the you know, honestly, movie. it didn't feel that text heavy to me. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I feel where you're coming from because it does start off and there are blocks of text between, you know, like, you know, characters and all that kind of stuff. So I can, I can feel where you're coming from. But, you know, I mean, it's a comic book. And, you know, some books are, some comic books are more comic and some, you know, comic books are more book. So... I I like read, fine for me. I've read some comics that are more wordy than this. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And they flowed better. <laughs> so it didn't feel wordy. They I hear that. were wordy. And this one is it's somewhere in the middle where it's not it's wordy, but it's not that wordy, but it doesn't flow as easy as something that isn't as wordy. You know what I mean? I don't know if that I makes do sense. know what you mean. No, that does make sense. Like I mean, I feel like, you know, like generally speaking, you have like say a watchman, and a watchman is pretty wordy. In some yeah. places, but you know, you because of what is being said or how it's being said, it doesn't it doesn't feel that way. You know, I, I personally feel like you know, like you could talk about people like like Bendis or like Kevin Smith, and mm-hmm. they write pretty wordy comic books. But I don't think that. Well, it, it depends on you know who you're talking to, but some people don't feel like they run slow. You know, even though. I mean, maybe maybe less Kevin Smith and more, uh, or or less so Bendis and more Kevin Smith. Because I know people talk about Bendis's like, you know, things not happening in his books. But you know, yeah. But I don't know. This didn't feel extra wordy to me. It definitely, you know, I can see where you're coming from, though. Oz. It doesn't feel. I I wasn't confused by what you were saying. Let's put it like that. You know. People got so tired of Kevin Smith's wordiness. He had to create a villain that doesn't say anything. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it was a good. That was a good book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Start, it's time to rate this. I don't know what else we can say about it. Like we have our feelings about it, and that's we come to that point. Jay, man, what, what do you give this? Um, I would give it a four. Like I, I enjoy the story. I enjoy the art. I like where it's going. Um, we're into like the final stretch. Uh, it's a twelve issue series, a uh, nine issues down. So it's all climax and falling action from <laughs> to look forward to. And yeah, I, I enjoyed this book a lot. I'm enjoying it a lot. Cool. Oz, give me a rating. I'm going to go with three. The art is fine. It's not bad. It's got some great spots. It's not amazing, but it's not bad. Art's fine. My biggest issue is the wordiness. And the thing is, each each book that I read felt like it was like they wrote it to sell it to Netflix. As a, like a six, six uh, episode story, and I think that's why it was so wordy. I don't know. It just, I couldn't get into it. Some people might. It's not me, but it's not bad either. So I'll stick with three. All right, Larry. 
give me a rating. I'd give it a four. I liked it. And, you know, it's like, I feel like it, it gave me enough uh, world building and enough characterization for me to stay in, engaged. And, you know, and of course, like the main mystery is something that I'm actually curious about. I, I want to go ahead and, and read the, the next issues. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a four. As for me, I'll give it a four, uh, three and a half out of five. And uh, it, it's I'm somewhere between Oz and Larry on this and, and Jay. Like, it's just maybe because I only read one issue, but from that one issue, <laughs> that's how I feel. I, I can I want to read the second issue, but I don't think I would like I'm be as enthused as I have been from Mayor Gandalfo's other work. Yeah. 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 But uh look, yeah. the sad the sad fact of the matter is this book probably would have gotten a full point up by everybody if she had drawn it. <laughs> yeah. Which is and it's not even like the artist is bad. The artist I don't think the art is bad by any means. I think it's good art, but I think when you see Merka and Dolfo on a cover, you're kinda like, oh <laughs> you know, and I know like personally I was a little disappointed to find out that she wasn't drawing it. I thought the yeah. the Art was good, but I it wasn't Merca and Dolfo good. That's and the Lawrence thing is, is like, yeah. oh, Merca and Dolfo. Oh, she wrote it. Oh. And well, I, <laughs> I know, about, but I like that because Merca and Dolfo has good ideas. But I talked about the book that I saw, like the the DC Black book that I didn't pick up because I thought she just did the cover because mm -hmm. the Lobo Batman book, you know, and I missed out because it's like. Yeah, she just did a cover. I mean, that's cool, but I, I want her to do it, you know. And I oh, guess, it's like a black label book. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like even here, like the co-writing that turned me off. <laughs> like mm. I want her. I want her ideas about this, not this. <coughs> thing. To get yeah. a punchline book. I haven't read it. I haven't read it yet, but because she wrote and drew that. Yeah. But she also has editorial constraints from DC, <laughs> so that turns me off. Period. <laughs> like, give me, give me the image, book. Give me the image punchline book, or the I, you know. I actually, I actually like that book. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. I it's don't just, need a series of it, but the the one shot is fine. Yeah, I, like, I'm what down did to you think about Deep Beyond. He's dead. He <laughs> fell asleep. He he opened the first page and fell asleep. <laughs> I get you. All right. Hex says two out of five. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear you. He took I, thought still, I thought you were still reviewing. Um, I didn't read. I didn't, I didn't even know you were doing this. Unless you want me to review your reviews. Yeah, you can yeah. review our review of Deep Beyond. Uh, I give it a four. I didn't agree with Larry's uh, talking about Watchmen not feeling wordy. Yeah. It's wordy as fuck. Uh, for a moment there, I thought you were criticizing. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I thought he was criticizing my edible kicking in and me zoning out for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared to host today. And and if you would like me to rate our ratings of other things that get rated, uh, third tier of our Patreon and you too can join us yeah. on the line. It's just one hundred and fifty dollars a month. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You can make that on. You can make that on Dogecoin. 
Wait, do, Doja, Doja coin? <laughs> you know that's a thing, coin. right, Lawrence? Is that called Doja? <laughs> is it? There's a bit of there's a, a version of Bitcoin that has that dog on it, and it's called Doge. Doge. Yeah, isn't it just Doge? It's Doge. Dogecoin. Yeah, Doge. 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 We're fancy. Like Do, Do, Doja Cat is is a different thing. What? Wait, but that's a dog and a cat. How do you? It doesn't even make any sense. No, no, no. It's a it's a it's an artist. It's a singer. Or a rapper. Singer, rapper. She does both. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is her. multi talented. Is she, does she mumble rap? No. no. Then that ain't but she's not that talented. Yeah, she's not real hip hop. No, jeez. <laughs> Listen, if y'all don't stop it with this nonsense. All right, we should do some news. Yeah. <laughs> What's her SoundCloud? We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Uh, All right, let's do it. Joe, you have so, any news to talk about? Oh, go ahead, Jay. Eyes or anything? Say again. You have any news to talk about, Jay? Somebody's eyes or something? Um, I feel like you're leading him. No, well, okay, there, there's some sad news. Uh, on Twitter recently, uh, Paul Tobin has been, uh, he was talking about like he had cancer and he got treated, but it ended up messing up his eye and his eye is slowly <laughs> dying. <laughs> Lawrence, I don't know why you think this is funny. Like, this listen, is fucked up. Listen. Because Lawrence loves Cyclops. I'm sitting here like, who's I'm like, who's laughing like that? I was like, what kind of crazy person? I'm like, wait a minute. That sounds like so, me. Wait, wait. Is he is he gonna like lose his eyes or what what's what's the um, eventually? He's basically, yeah, he's he's gonna go the I think it's the left eye. Is gonna be gone soon, uh, but his other eye is strong. But he's the right eye, right? Lawrence, come on, a little sympathy. I would think you, of all people, would would show a little sympathy for this man whose eyes are dying. Y'all are some sons of bitches. That's what y'all would know. It's like that. <laughs> Does he have like macular degeneration? Is that what's happening? Um, I'm. I don't know what those words mean. That's well. I, I know degeneration. I don't know what macular means. Yeah. No. It's just. I mean. It's a. It's an eye thing. It's, 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 <laughs> it's the latest Apple product. <laughs> Larry, how would you feel if he did have macular degeneration? Got the retina screen. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Why do y'all hate Paul Tobit? You, you're the one laughing at him. <coughs> it's a really sad story. And it's only I, his left eye that's messing up, right? The right one. This is what happens when you leave us alone, Larry. Joe and I plotted this. Like, we got to do this story when Larry gets here because I want to play the laugh so that people think Larry's laughing. See what happens, Larry? Yeah, this is why you should always be on the show. Yeah. If you, if Don't you run away from scary things. 
if you were here, this never would have happened. Yeah. I didn't even want to be a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told, I told, uh, we're, we're prepping, you know, like before we actually <laughs> go live and I told Jay, like, if you have any news stories, like I I'm gonna play this when you say it. And I played the laugh. I got like all these laugh tracks of Larry. He goes, well, I have the Paul Tobin. Oh, that's going to be perfect. Oh, but he's not going to be here. I need him to be here so that people think he's actually laughing. And then here we are. So See what happens. has world premiere, and apparently it's loud <coughs> and boring. Yeah. What? Did? I mean, Eternals. Oh. So it's, it's like long the and boring? Isn't that <laughs> what they said when they screened it like a year or two? See, look, there you go laughing at Paul Tobin again. I was laughing at Eternals. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, that's what the comic is, too. It's long and boring. Like, it's not, you know, they, they live throughout eternity, and, and they get powers, and they go dormant, and they come back. They reincarnate. Like, yeah, it's long and boring. Life, eternal <laughs> life is long and boring. Yeah. M much like but, um, life. Yeah. Look, it's not long I mean, and boring. How, how, look, we've all been reading comics for a long time. How many, like, hardcore Eternals fans have you ever come across? I think the closest you guys come to is me, and I'm not yeah. as hardcore. I like Absolutely. I've read different series throughout my life. And you're, you're the biggest been, Eternal fan I know, Moses, without yeah. question. And it's not I'm not like, and that's not even about Eternals. That's about Jack Kirby. Yeah, that and and I like the 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 story of Eternals, like what it is, yeah. mm -hmm. and uh, this movie doesn't seem like it's gonna be that. <laughs> So mm -hmm. it, it, that that's where it's like for someone like me that's as close as you get to a hardcore fan of Eternals, it's like it's not gonna be for me. And if it's not gonna be for me, then if what I liked about it is not what you're putting out, then the masses aren't gonna like it, you know? What did you and, and that's really like when Oz put that story in our, our pre-production, I'm like, yeah, I mean, we all knew this. Like <clears throat> the, the last trailer, <clears throat> the last trailer kind of looked like it was going to be like a good movie, but not like a good superhero movie. This is going to be like a good movie that came out in like the 80s or 70s or some shit. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody now is like, uh, Brian De Palma, ugh, I don't like his movies. They're too long. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely hearing that you know, some people are describing it as like art, art house a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. and people are saying that there's a lot of symbolism in it. And, you know, not to say that, uh, you know, you can't have symbolism in a comic book movie, but like, that's like, I guess the level, like, it's not to say that I, I, there's still action scenes and all that kind of stuff in it too. But like, I guess where the, the part of it that kind of comes forth is more the symbolic aspects of it. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go see it, but. I don't All know. you're telling I'm, me is I might love it. Maybe. Yeah, you maybe. Know? Listen, I'm not going to say that I'm going to dislike it necessarily, but I there like nothing I've seen in the previews made me feel like, man, this is going to be an amazing flick. Like, I remember looking at the Shang-Chi trailer and thinking like, oh, dude, that's going to be good. And then when I went to go see Shang-Chi, I was like, damn, this was even better than I thought it was going to be. I don't feel like that's necessarily going to happen for a trip. I remember, uh, well, Larry, that's where you and I differ because I remember seeing the Shang Chi trailer. And I'm like, I don't want to see this, <laughs> mm. and then, and then I watched it. And I'm like, oh man, I'm glad I saw this. There you go. 
Because Moses hates Asians. And then an hour later, yeah. I wanted to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> then why'd you laugh so hard you got off camera? <laughs> it, can, it can be wrong and funny, goddamn. Hey, it's yeah, not a joke about the pizza. It's about the, uh, the, a joke about the Americanized food. That's, uh, high that's, that's all. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, as far as Eternal goes, man, I, I mean, I, I'm not. It's the. I think it's the Marvel movie I've been the least excited about, and. Uh, who knows, man? Maybe it'll surprise me. Maybe I'll like something in it. Uh, I'm going in it with an open mind because from everything I've seen, I know like they're not doing that. But if they can integrate it into this Marvel Cinematic Universe in a way that works and isn't like a total bastardization of what Eternals is. Mm-hmm. Like even then, you know, gender swapping. Like I'm not even tripping about that because it's like, yeah, they reincarnated into a woman this time. Like, <laughs> you know, like you know, in this movie, they don't reincarnate, right? Oh. Why do you have to tell me that? Can you tell me that after beginning to end? No, but uh, in nine thousand years ago, same same people. No, but that's how it is in the comics too. Like they look the same. Like it's the same look and stuff. It's, I mean, she could be trans. Like she could be a, a man in a woman's body I'll tell the you. whole time. They're not. They're not reincarnating. It's the same. Yeah. They're just immortal. Did you see it yet? I haven't seen it. Then shut I'm, the fuck I'm up. Stoned. <laughs> <laughs> as, as the guy, as the guy on the show that knows movies, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, why, the, why is Oz the only person on the show that knows anything about anything? My bad. As the MCU guy in, in uh, it's, in it's that class, college degree. Yeah, I, I'm telling you right now, they're they're not reincarnating. He went to college oh, for all this. In fact, he knows it. it it not only are they not reincarnating, but they uh, they have been there. It's been the same people from the beginning, same bodies to the point that uh, um, Angelina Jolie's character is gone senile, and when when this movie starts, like she she's got she's got like memory issues. We can't say senile anymore. She she's gone, Joe Biden. Damn, we can't, we can't say that anymore. She don't know where she's at at times. <laughs> she probably pooped her pants. It's a shame she has to wear white in this movie. Wait, what? Oh, she, she's immortal. What's what's the next story? <laughs> Listen, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna give me a movie about immortals, there better only be one. Oh, is that a Highlander reference? I wanted to sing the song, but I know I can't sing. Dude, I love that song. As the musical artist of the group, I, I I understand that my voice doesn't always. Born to be kings were the princess of the universe. There you go. It sounded like you said princess. <laughs> oh, okay. That's not that's not how the song goes. <laughs> hey, hey. Artistic freedom, sir. Got it. That shit doesn't work for karaoke. What? <laughs> the, the guy the guy that wrote the song is it a band called Queen? I'm I'm pretty sure he can say princess <laughs> if he wants. 
and a lot higher than I'm willing the to. The man go got right piggyback now. rides from Darth Vader in his live concert. <laughs> he can he can say princesses, sis, 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 sis. Is that a real thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Look that up. <laughs> Freddie Damn, Mercury I'm gonna... getting Wait, a piggyback ride. Not, not piggyback, like he's straddling where his legs are on Darth Vader, like here. That's that's the thing. <laughs> we just the way the princess. No, there's copyright. That's gonna kick in now. I can I can feel demonetization. <laughs> It, it won't get demonetized. It will just it will get taken down, and all the money will go to Queen. Yeah, you it doesn't work care. for live for live streams though. It does. <laughs> it does. Not for ours because they have. I'm trying they to keep talking it. over that music because yeah. I'm telling you. Okay. The thing is, there's so, we're like. In, in the percentage of bar between us and monetization, we're like 95% away from getting monetized. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we got four people watching this or producing this, and none of it gets four likes. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, we don't have enough views to even qualify. Right, strike is kind of a big deal. But they don't do that uh, if you don't have enough. If nobody, if a tree falls in the wood and nobody hears it, like it doesn't make a sound. Like yes, that's it how. It, no, um, it, but how do you know you're not there? Because I know the way sound works. No, I know you about don't the, about the, uh, the displacement of air that. You don't even know if it actually fell. Like I just told you, sound. it fell. Oz knows about monetization. Like that's how far. That's how far. That's how far we are from monetization. We As, just told you it fell. As the person on this show that understands science. Oh jeez. Speaking of falling speaking of falling trees, uh Image Comics isn't gonna be doing any more second printings because there's no more paper. Yeah. Oh. How do you all feel buy buy your number ones now and in fifty years they'll be worth money? That and buy digital. But the price of two comics a month. You can get Comixology Unlimited. And you get a bunch of go. originals and you get a bunch of access to their library, vast library of trade paperbacks and single issues. You know, you got Marvel Unlimited does the same thing, you know? And if you buy digital, I mean, like a lot of the issues you can just download and just keep on the flash drive for yourself in case the server goes down, in case Skynet does its thing. In case people don't domesticate AI like we did the dog, and it, it works against us, like or if you want to, you'll be have an your comic. If yeah. you want to be an asshole, take your flash drive to Office Max and tell them to print you the comic. Yeah, you can do that. But, <laughs> you know. That sounds expensive, especially if it's in color. But yeah. either, either way, like yeah. I, I think Oz, Oz, <laughs> Oz, Oz definitely hit the nail on the head, though, man. It's like. This might actually cause some actual scarcity for books, uh, but, which is something that. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I have a comment on that, but I'll just. As, no, go ahead. As the, uh, no, no. As the features invest investment planner of the show. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, look. I, I, here's what I was gonna say about, and it's about that. It's like if you're looking at to speculate, <clears throat> the public perception, the public perception as a whole, is not that comics. They, 
the 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 amount of people that thought comics would make you rich in the 90s is not the same amount now so even if you do buy all the number ones there's going to be very few like it's not going to be you're not going to make a ton of money <laughs> you know no, you're going to no, make a lot a of money. time you know think, trying to get the right ones the like there's only certain ones that are going to hit you know and uh, I, I think i think it just boils down to the idea of like you know image comics is a decent enough uh like a decent enough uh publisher that ideas come out of that have become like multimedia type of sensations and you know it's like you might buy the right number one issue of something in this moment because it's not gonna be forever like this is this is a temporary thing in my opinion right because we're gonna get but, we're gonna get a hold of the climate crisis well, that's, right? and what you just <laughs> no. now what you just said now kind of like it encompasses what i was thinking when you posted the story well when mo posted the story because he actually posted it correctly in that um <laughs> it's image comics how many of their books are they getting into second and third printings a lot I yeah they do a fair yeah, I they do a lot like almost yeah. everyone in the last i want to say in the last eight months almost half if not more have gone into second printing up to issue like three not even like the yeah. ones like twos and threes actually actually twos and threes go in for image go into second print more than the number ones like and people buy the number ones and then not enough people buy the number twos or they, the comic shops don't order enough number twos because they don't know if it's gonna be good or not but it turns out they become a hit and there's not enough number twos usually the number mm -hmm. twos become the most valuable issue not the number one but you only get that from being the real two uh futures investors in on fantastic forum <laughs> no, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, uh, Image Comics is probably not having ordering as high of a print run as a Marvel or DC book, but they still, you know, they 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 have a decent print run, and despite that, they still do second or third printings of of like Mo said, issues one, two, and three. Like, you know, uh, but but I think more than anything, it's just the idea that you know, like. You're going to have, th there's a part of this that's image kind of putting this out there. And, you know, they're like, we're not going to be able to pay for all this paper anyway. And they're hoping that comic book stores are going to be ordering a lot more of these issues because they don't want to potentially not have a book that somebody wants. That's what they're hoping. But at the same time, you know, comic book retailers, like store owners, they're not going to just mess around and just order a whole bunch of some book that is an unproven quant quantity. So there's going to be some books that are going to be hits that they're like, people are going to get short ordered on. Like I honestly, even just looking at what's happened recently with uh penguin random house or whatnot with the Marvel books, like that's caused actual scarcity <laughs> because yeah. these ran these random Marvel books, like there's whole orders of people's stuff that was damaged that they couldn't sell and there's no reprints coming or no, you know, and because of the, yeah. the paper shortage. And so now there's like literally some books like in that little, like just that two week period that is like, people are like, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get a copy of it, you know, That's because you should be buying. What, yeah. Well, what if you can, if you can find it. Yeah.
What did they do with the rest of copies? What did they do with the damaged copies? Did so the damaged copies, it 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 depends. I mean, it's like you know, because from what I was hearing from the people, the the retailers that I spoke to, it's like you know, the retailers. I mean, the like Penguin Random House is acting a little funny about whether they're trying to give refunds or not, depending on how damaged books actually were. And so it's one of those things where, like, some people, I'm sure some people were able to return them and got refunds. Others, people were like, you know, maybe they put them in the dollar bins. Maybe they just gave them away, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, especially considering that, you know, like, yeah, they might have just given them away. So the the ones I saw, the ones I saw that were damaged, they weren't so fucked up that you couldn't sell it. You'd have to sell it at a discount. But they were still sellable. They I mean, weren't comic like, well, store. Comic store margins are so so thin, though. Any discount really kind of hurts. If it fucks. Yeah. And the thing is, people want people that buy comics don't want a comic at a discount that's the staples fucked up or the spines fucked right. up. Right. They want a right. comic in good condition. You know. Right. Like we and judge, that's what it boils down to. We judge comic shops on how they display their brand new comics of the week. They're loose comics that aren't in bag and boards and boxes. <laughs> you know, like you just mm-hmm. put them on the newsstands. Like, oh, what the fuck, you fucking savage! What are you, a fucking caveman? <laughs> I, you know? I look down on shops that wait when I have the comics. Like, want to charge me for bag and boards because I'm like, why aren't they already in bag and boards? Like, what? What do you mean I gotta pay and you gotta go get them? Like, it should already be <laughs> should be already be like that. I don't even mind that they're like if I pay for bag and board, I don't mind. I like having the option. There's places that don't even have the option. <laughs> like they're like, here's mm-hmm. the comics, get out, you know. And it's like, dude, like <laughs> I mean, get you out. know, I, you know, we go. I, I go to the Atomic Basement in Long Beach, and he he offers it after. I don't know if he does it just for me because you know I'm in this prestigious show, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> half the time he didn't remember. Me. But <laughs> but either way, it's like he 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 offers it, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take it, and he puts it in for me and everything, and uh, you know, it's it's customer service. It's a basic customer service. When my brother and I would sell comics, everything came in a board in the back. Like we had the mm-hmm. display one, and we put a clear tarp over it, and they just pointed at it. I'm like, here you go, and the board, board and bag, uh, you know, because it's just customer service. It's like, yeah, we just did it for him. We didn't. It was a we called it in the business a loss leader. <laughs> you know, we charge 30 cents, a dollar extra for the comic book, but you get a board and bag that costs us three cents. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll eat the three cents for that extra dollar. You know, I mean, it's like McDonald's and fries. Um, But yeah, this whole story really just makes me love that. I just, I buy digitally. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, it's just easy. It's better for the environment. I don't know how much the servers like do. That's not me. I don't make legislation on how those servers consume energy i do what i can by not buying paper products in comics and i buy them when i really really like them and uh i'll buy art direct from the from the artist like i want this comic to make money guess what i'll give it straight into the artist's hand (laughs) you know what i mean uh that's what i do to support these artists i know joe's a dude that really like he gets he's all digital and i know uh, he probably has something to say about this story Let's see what there you go. You gotta unmute yourself. Right. I was muted for coughing. Um, no. um 
yeah, uh, I, I love digital and I'm glad that it's actually helping. Like this crisis might've come sooner had I kept buying paper comics. So I'm kind of <laughs> like the hero. Like I'm one of the heroes of this situation, I think. And, uh, yeah, like I, I, I switched to digital and I love it. I love that I have like, I can go anywhere and have like access to all my comics. Like I, I read deep beyond all nine issues on the bus today, which I probably wouldn't have been able to do with the paper. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> had he read them in paper, he probably would have to carry them around, nine issues. He had to, you know, if he was, like, holding on to the rail at the top because the bus is crowded, he's got to flip it. Like, he's got to bend it like the New York Times on the subway. You know what I mean? <laughs> but with digital, he just has his phone, and he's like, okay, and it goes back. You know, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> It's like trying to play your Xbox on the bus. You want to connect your TV, you got to bring your TV and everything, put it on the bus. Or you can just play, you know, xCloud. No, I, see, I'm totally, like, I need the physical copy. I need something I can hold and, and finger and fondle. Yeah. Like, when, when people I read, do all of that to my phone. When I let people borrow my comics, it, like, I want them to know which which uh pages were my favorite by how they, how they stick together you know you don't like, let anybody borrow, borrow you don't let anybody borrow your comic no i don't have friends right <laughs> now i'm sad in fact i feel as us like oz you me you know larry all of us the the four of us we've traded more comics as friends digitally than we ever had <laughs> uh, physically that's only because i'm in another state Right, and we can still share comics. Yeah, but you keep sending me deep beyond. Like, why? <laughs> it's like you don't even know me. No, you read that's, this crap? You know, that's for the show. That's for production logistics. But I don't even think Merka worked on it. I think you just photoshopped the name on it so I would read it. I think Image did that. <laughs> that's true. Like her production, like her artist commune. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have this guy here. It's actually really my guy. That guy gay, yeah. gay goy, goya, it's a goya, David goy, David goy, whatever. Hey, yeah, that so guy. what? I do need to talk to uh, IDW because this paper shortage is going to affect my stock and <laughs> in the company, and I actually have ideas to take them into the future, and they're not listening to me on Twitter, so I got to call for a shareholders in. meeting. Because there, there's they can do stuff right now. It's a good time, especially with this paper store sh shortage. There can they They're can move. listen to you on Twitter because they don't believe in digital. Right, I need to change that because I'm a fresh, new, young mind. Not that young, but uh, yeah, they, they, yeah. No, but you know, I'm younger than probably the dudes there. So do we have any more news stories before we wrap up? The dude from uh, Back Woman was talking shit about Ruby Rose. I don't know if you guys saw the, that news story. The, the producer? I did. He's, uh, he's suing her. 
I believe, right? Yeah, Com- Cameron Johnson. Oh no, that's not who. Who's he that? Plays, he plays Luke Fox. Yeah, no, that's really. Not yeah, yeah, the guy from Rose is a uh, is a do gray. He's the one that played her dad on the show. What are they well, pursuing that- her for? Slander. Yeah, because she said that, that it was hard working conditions and shit, and then yeah. so that guy came public with the lawsuit, you know, and then this guy chimed in on Twitter saying like she's full of shit, like she's lying. Don't believe her. Wait, so she's lying about the back injury? That's that's what it seems like. He didn't go into specifics because you know Twitter only lets you do like two hundred characters or some shit. <laughs> Look, unfortunately, yeah. you can't tweet again. No, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying. I'm saying, like, didn't she show, like, x-rays and stuff? I mean, it's Hollywood. You can get an x-ray. Like, they probably keep broke somebody just to give her an x-ray, like the Illuminati and shit. If she had actually broken her back, like, they could have done, done a whole uh, a whole Bane storyline with that. Like, yeah. it, it would incorporate it into the show. So... it's fake. Such a bad idea. So... What happened was she was not great to work with, but after her accident where she hurt her, hurt her back, uh, when she came back, she was basically insufferable at that point. Right, because in pain and or yeah, drugs. I mean, like, but I'm just saying, like, we don't, like, why do we not believe that they might have been pushing her further than she probably should have gone and, like, you know, maybe they need to like stop production because you know their star is hurt. Cameras Johnson tells you she's full of shit. Like that's where we're at. Like we're literally yeah, this, this conversation like, we're having is what they're having, but in court. <laughs> yeah. Right, but I'm like, why do we believe him? Because like man. it was an actual news story that she got hurt. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a weird thing. The whole. If she got hurt, she got hurt, and if she chose to not work, like I don't, I don't see why the slander lawsuit. Like, is she trying to get money for them for not, for not coming back? Or, I don't know those details. Like it, the whole what? thing. But she means, was not the one suing anybody, right? No, one of the experts <coughs> is suing her because she said that he yeah. like, yelled at somebody all, or something. All like she that. did was say, "Hey, man," she's like. It was actually a bad work environment. And they're all like, oh, well, we're going to take you to court. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, I mean, the, the guy to me, suing her, I tend to believe a little bit more because if he's taking it, if he's taking legal action, then I, I assume he's got some evidence to present. Dude, in this day and age, you believe that? Still, it's California. Well, the other guy that still is collecting the paycheck and wants this show to go on because he's got no other prospects and no talent, I tend to believe less. Derek, know, Agent Derek Agent Chat says they probably threatened her by saying Alec Baldwin was hired for Bruce Wayne. That's messed up, dude. <laughs> That's messed that they up. did that? Yeah, I agree. That's messed up that they did that. <laughs> that, would, that would be stupid because Bruce Wayne doesn't use guns. So, we should probably call it a show. We didn't. We didn't talk about Miss Marvel promo poster. Oh, I mean, it's, it's kind of too late. Miss Lantern, and you mean nobody cares, right? 
I care. I'm like, if they, if, if she, yeah. If I knew they were making care so much, I'd be more into it, but they didn't tell me. One of the, like, they, they took Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz and, like, put him in a 12-year-old body. <laughs> it's really confusing for my fingers. Like, it's not happy about that. Say that again. I'll hear it too low. No, here. no, because I know what you're doing. You get one shot. I shoot my shot once, <coughs> and then I'm done. It's bedtime. Heck, Why give us some final thoughts. Here? Okay, final thoughts? Um, no, heck, oh. not you. The other Mexican. <laughs> Mexicans just mix it up with other Mexicans. Um, I had a good time here. I enjoyed my stay. Uh, Mayor, your hair is looking nice. Who cut your hair? Uh, none other than Mr. Moses Magnum. Really? Yeah. Where, where would that barbershop be located? Oh, dude, that's PCH Barbershop. I don't want nobody coming in there shooting me because I get mad at something. What the hell did you Wait, have? What? I do your commercial. Let's give us some final thoughts. <laughs> uh... I don't know what the hell's going on at the CW. <laughs> you, you heard us talk about Batwoman. Supergirl is not much better. It, it makes stuff happening there makes more sense, but it's not any, any good. I, Legends of Tomorrow thinks they're doing a western or something. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Uh, a Star Girl man holding it down. I don't consider that a CW show. That she's she's uh whatever the pay service was. What was it like? DC Universe. I don't say HBO Max now, but it started as DC Universe. So that's that's what I consider it. It's not a CW. Uh, go watch Star Girl. Jay, final thoughts, man. Um, if you have Netflix, you should definitely check out Inside Job. Um, it's really funny, great cast, great crew. Well, it's worth checking out, Larry. Larry Young, final thoughts. Hey, uh, you know what? Some of you out there are probably thinking about something right now that you want to do, and maybe you're not sure if you can do it or not. I'm here to tell you, you can go ahead and give it a try. Like, you know, you might fail. It's okay. You're going to learn, and then you'll be able to do it. So go ahead and try. What if what they want to do is a crime? They're going to fail, <laughs> and then they'll learn. And they'll get better. <laughs> and if they're kids, Superman will kill them, but you won't see it. Uh, for the rest of us, thanks for joining us. Thanks for chiming in and chat and all that. Shit's great. Love it. And, uh, yeah, hit us up on social media. We're there, whether you hear from us or not. But we're there. Uh, we'll be back next week. Probably something scary still because I want Larry to, to have to watch something at least just one more time. And uh, if you subscribe, like, and hit the bell, you're going to see him react to watching a scene from Insidious. And uh, I'm going to post a, a teaser of that on our Instagram, so go ahead and follow that. Probably tomorrow. 
And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week right here. And for anything, go fantasticforum.live.